Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. All right, all right, all right. We are daring to be different once again, once more. Hey, it's Yaya, and you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Fort Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, and the Caribbean Community Radio Station in all the Caribbean and West Palm Beach on the east coast of, of Florida, all the way down to the Keys, you guys, and also the Dream Chasers Radio Network and soon-to-be TV Network, May 1st. Hey, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night at uh, 8 p.m., Right here on Dream Chasers Radio, we have a very special, special show for you uh, tomorrow. We have Charles, uh, Mr. Um, Charles, uh, the, uh, you know, I'm I'm very bad with names sometimes. And I, I know his last name is Charles, but he is, I mean, let me look it up because I am, I'm so excited about this whole show that we have going on tomorrow. It's about coming out of your out of turbulence, out of out of your problems, out of your issues, and getting into your lane. And so Charles D. Clark will be on the show from the hit TV show Empire, and he's going to tell you, I really don't care about if he's an empire or not. What I care about is he has a story to tell. My gosh, what a story. What a triumphant story. Most, I mean, I mean, I'm inspired just by him telling me what he had to go through to get to where he's at today. And I just want to, wow, I want to thank him for even agreeing to be on the show. But we not only have Mr. Clark coming on the show, we have others coming on the show that will tell you that, you know, it takes a little bit of turbulence to get through, to to do your thing, and to get to the next level of your dream. And I'm sure that our special guest today has no problem telling you about this. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. My name is Aisha Israel, and I am a life coach by occupation. And I've written a book about um, being the wife of a sex addict. Ooh. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, <laughs> whoa, well, t- okay, wow, tell me about that. Um, okay, so I was married legally for 14 years, but lived in the same house for 12 and a half years, and during the course of the 12 and a half years, um, you know, like any marriage thing, and Let's say, I'm trying to think how many years mm-hmm. into the marriage. I think about six years into the marriage, um, we had our second child, and she was in the hospital at the time. And so our whole lives were um, displaced, so to speak. We had to live near the hospital and everything because mm-hmm. she stayed in the hospital for the first five months of her life. And during that time, you would think that, you know, a couple would come become closer, Um you know, the spouses would be supportive of each other. And it wasn't major. It would just be weird things. But one particular thing is that um, I had gotten ill and couldn't go across the street to the hospital, and he wasn't going. So that kind of started some questions like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Um, Right. 
And I just started to think he was insensitive and considerate, um, that maybe he wasn't handling things well. Um, but soon after that, when I caught him in an affair, he told me he was a sex addict. Mm. So I thought that that was some mess. I thought it was a lie, a cop-out. Um, but I started doing my research to find out what that meant and what that looked like. And it took me several years to accept it. But as I learned, I saw evidence of it. And so um, we ended up getting a divorce. And so mm-hmm. once I went through my healing process, I was able to construct the book. And during the time when I was talking to different people, I, they kept saying, you should write a book. You should write a book, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. that's what I decided to do. Wow. 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 That is <laughs> I mean, you know, what, okay, okay, we have to go back. You know, being okay. that you wrote this book, this this book is truly uh, one of a kind. I have not seen a book like this ever, being the wife of a sex addict. Maybe I'm just not looking for it. Maybe I'm in the wrong section, <laughs> you know, but to me, it's like, okay, so when you began to have these questions and these doubts, did you question yourself as well? Definitely. Um, you, you know, because we didn't, from my perspective, we didn't have an issue with our sex life. And so mm-hmm. that didn't even come to mind. Um, but, yeah, I did start to question myself because I did think that I was a good wife, a dedicated wife. Um, you know, nobody's perfect. So I knew that I made mistakes, but I didn't think it was, you know, our our marriage was in a place that he needed to go outside of the marriage. So I did. I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, am I, uh, you know, I think I'm smart enough. I think I'm pretty enough. I think I'm, you know, communicating well. So, yeah, I had a lot of questions um, during during the time that I was learning about it. And what did you learn? I mean, tell me all the things that kind of cued you in, because you said as you, as you read, as you read up about it, you began to learn more about it. What, what did you learn? Um, I learned that he put a lot of effort into hiding his behavior um, behind different things. And so I learned that his addiction came from inadequacies that he felt within himself and Mm -hmm. him reaching out or him being addicted to adulterous relationships um, kind of filled a void in him. Um, And so it it was for me looking in from the outside, I struggled with, so even though you have these feelings, why do you still carry that out? Um, and so I had to learn that kind of like a hunger that kind of um, persists until you feed it. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I, so that's how I learned about how the addiction works. And mm-hmm. um, and so I, I, I would suggest, you know, different ways to cope. So with therapy groups and 12-step programs and things like that. Um, but, you know, the, he has to, to want it in order to make the relationship work, and ultimately it did not. Wow. I I find it hard not to believe that there would be a moment in time 
where the blame would be pinned on yourself for not being enough. Did you feel that way at any time? I did. And I tried everything. <laughs> so when I, mm. when, when he told me it was a sex addiction, then of course I thought, you know, maybe he's not being pleased, you know, in the bedroom. And so I tried different things that, you know, I thought might spice up the bedroom. Um, and he wasn't necessarily interested in that. Um, so that kind of was like, well, what, uh, I really don't understand. Um, but yeah, I tried different things to try and figure out what I could do about myself that would be more appealing to my husband at the time. Um, and he said I was fine. Like that would be the thing. He would he would say I didn't need to change anything. It wasn't he didn't explicitly blame me mm-hmm. uh, for for any of it. But I still did all that I thought I could do to to keep his attention in our marriage. Right. Wrong. And 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 when when you did realize that it wasn't you because obviously it was him. Um, what happened to you? I mean, in in that psychological uh, space. Um, I became empowered, actually, um, mm-hmm. and it and it it happened because he. Um, so I have a, a master's degree, and so I was gainfully employed on a consistent basis. And because of his addiction, he lost several jobs because he wasn't able to maintain. He would, like, miss work or be late for work or maybe do something inappropriate at work, you know. So Mm -hmm. I was mainly the breadwinner. So what – and I have an entrepreneurial background as well. So I would help fund and start – businesses for him and write up business plans and show him like marketing and financial plans so that he could maintain his business. But I, he kept coming back to me to re, you know, mm-hmm. to keep putting money. And I'm like, okay, no, I, I wrote this out so that it would maintain itself, you know, and it mm-hmm. was always an issue. And I remember the day that he said something to me, um, he said, you never supported me. And I think that was the light bulb that went off. I'm like, okay, he's crazy. I mean, you know, I I have done everything that I possibly could do. And to say that I've never supported him, Mm -hmm. um, I knew that that, that's when I knew it wasn't me, for sure. Right. Wow. Um, And 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 so I just started trying to, you know, reassure myself. It came from just empowering myself and um, writing things down, like, okay, I'm educated. I'm good Mm -hmm. with people you know, those things to reaffirm my stability and my confidence in myself to keep me going. Correct. You're right. You're right. You have to do that. Now, when you became empowered, how was that disconnection? Because there is a process by which people kind of disconnect from others. What Mm -hmm. was your process of disconnection? I understand that, you know, the psychological aspect of it all was kind of temp- was was wow that was that was really out there, but you still had this um, disconnect that you needed to go through. How was that in the beginning? Was that something that was hard to do? And did this book help you? Um. Well, when I became empowered, or when it, when the light bulb went off, so to speak, um, I turned my focus 
into my children and into my work. Mm -hmm. And so it was more of a distraction or a refocus. So it, it became easier actually when he physically walked out. And so it was more of a, um, yeah, because he had a mistress at that point and, you know, he wasn't telling me it was a mistress. He was saying this was a, a business partner, and I was trying to figure, okay, so I'm your business partner. Where did this person come from? And so right. he, one day one day he left. He moved in with her, and after he wasn't there, every day just got a little bit lighter um, as mm-hmm. far as a heaviness or a burden. And so that's when it became easy. But I, I always journaled. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been journaling since I was probably – seven or ten years old and so I've always either written something down in a book or you know kept a a a digital journal and so my writing was my emotional release Um, and so that helped as well so with him being gone and me expressing myself in writing um, you know I was able to get to a place of stability and then when people were telling me I should write a book after I felt comfortable telling people what I had gone through, mm-hmm. um, you know, I went back to my journals, and that helped me to, to get started actually writing. Yeah. Wow. And, and you know that is important. I, I, I'm so happy for you that you were able to psychologically and, and mentally and also physically uh, prosper during this time. A lot of people don't. Um, but the the thing I I have to say this I feel sorry for any woman that comes after you with this new woman or whatever because his psychological process needs to be I mean his his processing needs to be healed he needs help and it's just going right. to keep repeating itself if it doesn't if he doesn't get that that help that he um, desperately needs to get out of that cycle and so that's that that's on true. him. It is. It's. It's a sad. It's a sad thing. I mean, you know, when you you still love a person, it's just that you don't like what they do. You know, um, right. I have plenty of people that I still love that I don't hang out with because they just don't. They're just not there. You know, but it's right. It's, it's sad. It's better if they get help. It's sad when they don't. And no matter how right. hard of a hit it was, you still want the best for them. So, um, at least me, I do. Uh, and I've. I. I just feel like I. You know, poor guy. You know, he needs he needs help. Um, yeah. But you were able to prosper out of this and writing your book and and focusing on your children. How is your life now? Um, well, I'm remarried. I will have a one year anniversary in May. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm doing well. <laughs> Good. Congratulations. I, uh, I, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm obviously an author now so mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing things that are empowering me daily and giving me new mm-hmm. insight on things um the actual premise of the book though I um I was told it would be good if it were a self-help book and so then I right. you know, I did interviews and research mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. um it's not totally my story as much as mm-hmm. it is through their interviews I give my advice and guidance. Um, And so just, I'm I'm a life coach too. And so Mm -hmm. I get to give people um, inspiration and I get to help them to see 
what they're good at, what, you know, things that Mm -hmm. they're already gifted with and to take that to the next level in their lives. So I I feel great. (laughs) That's amazing. Congratulations on, congratulations on moving uh, forward with your life. And then this book, what is the name of the book again? Called End of Silent Suffering, What Every Spouse Mm. of a Sex Addict Should Know. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I think I think I like that. I think I like that. Where can people get this book? You know, yeah, because I mean, you know, you never know nowadays. You just don't know. And then you have so many people that have more than one girl, and the girls are agreeing with it. And then all of a sudden, the girls are in on it, and it's just it's just a mess. It's a mess. Right. I mean, yes. it could be good for certain people. I'm not going to say it's not, but uh, it could end up a mess if you don't really know what you're doing. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't bring it in. Can, oh yeah. Where can people get this book? Okay, so right now it's we're still in the pre-launch stage. My book launches on April 30th, and it will be available on Amazon and on um, my website. But right now, if anybody wants to follow me, they can go to Facebook. Um, it's Israel, I-S-R-E-A-L dot Aisha, A-I-S-H-A on Facebook. And they'll they'll find me and get information and updates for the book there. I'm going to write that down. Israel, Aisha, right? Yes. Okay. I got that good. And they can uh, pre-lodge info. You guys know the deal? Go ahead and go to that Facebook page. We put that there. All you got to do is copy and paste that into your browser. It'll take you right to her page. Israel, Miss Miss Aisha, when you talk to people, what is the first thing that you tell them when they tell you your story back to you as if it's almost verbatim, but it's their lives? Well, wow, I understand, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it, the thing that's funny is that with all the people that I've interviewed, every story is different. There's a hint mm-hmm. of similarity, but mm-hmm. there's so many different different things that people have experienced. Um, and, and sex addiction to me with the first person that I spoke with, seems to have its own personality. So, you know, Mm. manipulative, um, secretive, um, creative, you know, those types of things. Um, But then as I interview more and more people, it took on just different, different shapes and sizes, so to speak. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm amazed with every story only because I'm amazed at how different um, everybody's story is. Right, um, but still, wow. still internalizing that. Um, I'm trying to think of what word to use. Almost self hatred because you're, mm-hmm. you're beating yourself up because you're putting up with certain behaviors, and you're, you know, you know how people are like, I would never do that. You think that, you. you know, as you're going through it, <laughs> I would never yep. put up with this. Why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. I know about that. I, I who is that? <laughs> you know, wow. <laughs> exactly. And you find yourself in the middle of a of a, a progression, you know, a, a denial too, and then all of a sudden the right. realization of who you really are. You kind of exactly. find yourself. Yeah. Well, wow. I want to thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for your patience for being sure. on the show, and and thank you for writing this book. 
and launching it and, and just do and, and sharing and sharing your story. You know, a lot of people are going through things where they think they can't share their story that people might put them down. But uh, I, I beg to differ. There's so many people out there that need help and books are amazing, amazing when you are going oh, through something you. just to know that someone else went through it and they wrote about it like you did. It's amazing. Yes, I Thank agree. You so much. Thank you. Thank you for having uh, me. No problem. Anytime. You, you keep those books coming, though. I like that. And congratulations on everything. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All right. Wow. Bye. Wow. What a what? Wow. And now she's married. What can you say? You know, this has been a special pop-up show by Yaya Diamond with our special guest star today, which is Miss Aisha uh, Israel. And I, you know, I want to say that she inspires so many different women out there that have gone through different things. Um, remember that, you know, if you're doing all you can to make it work, it's not your fault. I, I suggest you go ahead and talk to her. Go to her Facebook page. We do have that link there. It's facebook.com forward slash Israel Aisha. Uh, and uh, you can copy and paste that into your browser, like her page, and uh, converse and talk. Because you know what? A lot of times we do need that other person on the other line or the other end of that phone listening as we go through things that may not necessarily be our fault. I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It has been another edition. It's short but inspiring. This is a special pop-up show. I like these things, you know, just pop up out of nowhere. All right, guys. So uh, until tomorrow night at 8 p.m., please join us as we go ahead down the road and interviewing uh, so many wonderful people as well as uh, the imp- uh, star from Empire, Charles D. Clark, on our show tomorrow night. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And until tomorrow night, don't forget to what? Dare to be different. Just don't even be apologetic about it. Just I'm different. Mm-hmm.